Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. It's the Big Man Morning Show. The phone number is 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. If you were expecting to hear Sam today, you're stuck with two sausages. Good morning, Gimby. <laughs> Good morning. We have tickets to Shine Down. we're going to give away. That show is completely sold out. Uh, you're going to get tickets from us. That's really the best chance you have of winning. Anybody who wins this week with us has a chance to get upgraded for dinner in a room at the Hard Rock. See, you win, Woo! you're qualified for that, all right? We'll draw that winner on Friday. Boom. We've got our top five songs. Top five worst songs to have sex to 
from listener Bumpin' Uglies. <laughs> trying to think of what would be, I'm trying to think of like bad songs. Since I saw the list name, I'm having a lot of trouble. Oh man, I'm not. There are so many bad songs out there. And you know, just to kind of jumpstart my brain, right? I just do a simple Google search. You know, worst songs to have sex to. One of them that popped up and I didn't think about but makes perfectly good nonsense, the theme song to Reading Rainbow. I popped up on a list. I was like, huh, but that makes sense. I wouldn't want to be shagging to I can fly just as high. I mean, you know any, I mean? Ki- any kid song, True any that. kid song, True. I guess, could be on that list. <laughs> the theme to Mr. Rogers. Yeah. My <laughs> Any. Anyway, we'll get yeah. we'll we'll cut and cover that about nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to that. Uh, I spoke with Sam this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she's not feeling well. So not well, not well, really not well. Mm. So um, hopefully she'll be better in the next couple days and can get back in. Yeah. Uh So dog, the bounty hunter's wife died last year, yeah. sick with cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. I mean, he he's an emotional guy, if Absolutely. you've ever watched the show. Yeah, yeah. And he professed his love for her, as people do, mm-hmm. when their loved one's dying. Mm-hmm. He apparently has a new bitch already, already <laughs> moved in. Dog's got a new bitch, huh? <laughs> That's fun. I mean, of course. Okay, so I got to ask, does she have massive jugs? The photos I've seen, I can't, I don't see. Okay. I, I can't tell. Okay. I can't tell. It doesn't. It doesn't. She looks fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I, yeah. Well, Beth was known for those major, major boobs of hers. I mean, that's all you ever seen was yeah. just cleavage in her face. The girl's name mm-hmm. is Moon Angel. What kind of hippie bullshit? Oh wait, is that his daughter? <laughs> the story. This is what the story says, and and I'll let you deduce. Mm-hmm. I I understood that. Baby is his daughter, uh-huh. and Moon Angel. It's a fantastic name. <laughs> God, people are strange. Uh, Moon Angel is the new girlfriend. Okay, but when you go to Moon Angel's social media, yeah, it's a picture of her and what's her name, Beth. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they've been friends. For a long time, like, you know, lifelong family friends. She was friends. Clearly. With, yeah, with both of them. And uh, uh, I guess they, they, uh, she kind of stepped in to help out around. Yeah, she did. The house. <laughs> Some of the uh, heavy lifting, you, you might say. <laughs> you ain't got no more heaven lifting. She's Good dead. God, man. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, listen. You gotta move on at some point in time, and 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 people do things differently. If if he wants to get a new broad, go for it, go for it, man. I mean, I get it. Sure. Your wife died. They were married for you know decades. I mean, but uh, and I learned it with my dad. As much as it sucked, right, to see my dad, the guy that I've I've known with my mom for twenty plus years, twenty five years, and then when he got a new girlfriend. Yeah, I kind of sucked at first, you know. I don't know this. You're not my mom. 
long as it can. It's not like she was disciplining you. Right, right. I get that. I get it. No, no, no. But it's some people look at it as as a replacement. Oh, you're just trying to step in and replace, you know, X person that died or whatever. As long as the cat's happy, that's all that matters. Or in this case, as long as the dog's happy, that's all that matters. You know what I mean? It is what it is. I don't have a I don't have a problem with it. Mm. But it. But there's a big difference between somebody stepping in that nobody was was unfamiliar to the situation, yeah, yeah, and someone who was friends with the family for a long time. I mean, not a, an, it's not an uncommon story. It's still suspicious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's already connection there. They've been together for a while. They know each other. They probably know each other's ins and outs. You know, a lot more than uh, than than what we think on the outside, on the surface. So, I mean, good for him. I'm trying to find some pictures of her to see if she is 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 giggity. I mean, he, at some point, Hi. if you're in this relationship and it's somebody that's been a family friend for a long time and then you bang and hook up, mm-hmm. the, this statement is going to go through one of your minds if you don't audibleize it together. Okay. And that is, we should have done this sooner. <laughs> you're right. You are absolutely right. You're not going to go, because the, the thought process being that it's so joyful and, and mm-hmm. like it's making you happy and you're like, wow, I didn't know this happiness was there. Right, 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 right. So why wouldn't you go... God, I would have done this all sooner. I wish he would have died of cancer a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, as I think it's not a big d- mm-hmm. deal. I don't know what the I don't share the same sentiment Sam has. I don't know what the correct amount of time is. Yeah, for somebody to grieve and start dating again, the- there's got to be at least. A 30-day cooling-off period. That's where I was kind of at, you know, at two least. weeks. Two weeks. They make Two weeks is not 30 days, well, I'm bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, if it's the next day, like, you just put her in the two ground. Two weeks is the next day. Yeah. You think so? I'm, I'm yes. talking literal form next day. You know, two weeks, yeah, that's a I'm little I'm saying strange. two weeks is the next day. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I don't think, I don't think that. I, I think that, you know. You haven't get, even called the insurance company yet. Right? You haven't even got the death certificate. There we go. You have to get the death certificate. <laughs> that's that's your call, huh? I think that's mm-hmm. a pretty mm-hmm. pl- basic rule we can all go by. And you, death certificates don't come right away. No, 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 no. They take so, a little while. I feel like that's a fair. We can all agree <laughs> with that rule. I, Two I, weeks is a little insane. Get past the first week, the the week of the funeral, right, and then maybe the week after that, and then you you know listen, you do oh. what you want to do. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> how soon can you bang somebody, Ooh. and how soon can you get in a relationship? Which means you're not going, hey, will you be my girl? Right. It's just somebody you spend a lot of t- It's more regular. Right, right, right. Um, I'm going to say you can bang because that's a good way to bury your emotions. How right quick? There. The the following week, the week after the funeral, one week? week after the funeral, man. After the funeral, you let that week go by. You eat all the Kentucky Fried Chicken that's left over in the house that people brought right, over. All those crappy casseroles, <laughs> right? You eat or whatever all those. dinner train somebody yeah. put together. Yeah, yeah. You eat those, and then the next the next week, all right, you go out and have you some drinks, and then and then try to find some way to to cope. You can bang now. So far as relationships, or this is the reg, or whatever, we're spending more quality time together. I'm still sticking with two weeks man i think that's all right everybody does things differently and i know it seems weird on the outside you're gonna be like oh the ground isn't there's not even grass on the dirt yet dirty 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 whatever listen man you do you 
You do of course, you. of if course, you feel of course. Better, if it makes you feel good and it helps you get through the process, yeah. then why not? It could be a lot worse. All right. You could instead of instead of banging some broad, you know, X person could be out smoking crack or something something like that. You know, something too. Yeah, the also extreme. not okay. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. But it's a lot worse on the That's spectrum n- of things. Either way. Whether you're banging someone 48 hours or whatever you said afterwards, <laughs> you, you're not grieving. Probably you're not smoking in the proper crack, way. Yeah. You're not grieving. <laughs> no, you're burying. You're burying. Which is okay. That's how. No, people, that's, that's not okay. That's how some people deal with that things, That doesn't man. make it okay. Yeah, it just does. In my world, it if makes pe- it okay. If society does something that's mm-hmm. bad, that doesn't make it okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's the fun thing about this is like this right here. This, this I don't know. Bubble, you got, you're on this, the radio. Yeah, so I know we're on the radio. Right, what I'm saying here, and I'm trying to say, is this bubble that I am in, this bubble is my bubble. And this bubble, can I can do whatever the F I want in this bubble because this is mine. So if I say it's okay, it's my life. It's my bubble. It's my world. If I say it's okay, then it's okay. Now, I get it. There's certain things. Murder, child rape, just rape and ju- stuff like that. Yeah, that's not allowed in my bubble. Why not? Because... Because, because why? one of the Ten Commandments says that thou shalt not kill. I'm well, sure there's I don't another think you want to. I don't says, think you want to open that book. Why not? I mean, everybody violates the Ten Commandments in some capacity. Absolutely. So to, Absolutely. to go, I think to not do something because it's a commandment is right. a, a great right. argument. Right. Once again, once again, my world, my life. I'll do it how I want and when I want. I'm just using what I you want. said. You I know, said I that get you, it. you you use not doing mm-hmm. child. Molestation or rape right, right, because right. of one of some of them, one of the commandments. Right, absolutely. See, so like thou shalt not so covet thy picking? neighbor's wife. Of course, who doesn't cherry pick the rules that they want to follow by? I think we have a okay. A couple things. Mm-hmm. One, yes, your bubble do whatever you want, mm-hmm. but when you don't take the consideration of the people around you, mm-hmm. you're reckless. Okay. And yes, do it in your bubble. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not a good character trait to be reckless to the people around you. Mm. See, I think that's where we differ at. Because you think it is a good character trait? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that people would do it to you in a heartbeat. So what? So? What does that have to do with anything? So what's the difference between me doing it and somebody else doing it to me? What, what's the Wait, difference are you a lim- I don't understand what you're saying. Are you saying you're limiting because someone else can do it? I should no, have permission to no. do it too? No, what I'm saying is people are going to do what they want to do regardless of who says what or what laws are out there. So, I mean, if, 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 if it's good enough for the goat, then it should be good enough for me. But is it, what about being a good person? You can still be a good person. No, you can't. The hell you can't. You, you just said, it's my world, I'll mm-hmm. do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And, and if my, you're not going to mm-hmm. take other people's feelings into consideration... Mm-hmm. Aren't you just being not nice? Maybe in your opinion. But once again, it's my life, my bubble. So in my head, it's all good. And I'm but, not saying that right now that that's how it is because I don't need people out there. Oh, Gimpy's an asshole. Da, da, da. I already know that. What I'm saying is it's your life, man. If that's how you feel, I'm not going to stop you. If you want to be a raging dick to everybody, go for it. I'm not going to stop you. You can be nice to people still and still have, you know, whatever. It's... It, it's just life, man. Right, but people's actions mm-hmm. ultimately is the biggest determination on who you are as an individual. Okay. You can say yes and thank you and please and buy gifts and do all those mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. but your actions as an individual it dictates your personality and dictates how others read you and decide whether they want to be around you or not. Okay, cool. If you do, sweet. If not, it's no sweat off my back, man. And that's, that's just kind of where I'm at. It just, just feels, that type of statement feels really reckless. What do you mean? It just comes across really reckless, not caring for other individuals. I don't care if I hurt you because I'm going to do me. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm hearing. Okay. 
Okay. I'm just explaining uh, your question yeah, yeah, you asked yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, I think that's just the way life goes. Sometimes there's collateral damage. Okay. And if that's just, if that's it, how it goes and that's how the cards fall, then that's it. That's it, man. I'm, I'm sorry. You got your Where's the ownership hurt. in that, though? As an individual in society, and we're using you and yeah, I talking, but we're talking yeah, about yeah. just general and life generalizations. Um, the ownership—it's on you to to own it, whether you want to or not. Okay, to own what you do and own your actions—it's on you. If you don't want to, then okay. Once again, this all goes back to I got plenty of other things to worry about than to worry about you or you or you or you or what you do and how you run your life. I am way too busy trying to figure out my own s to have to worry about what's going on with you or, or your politics or anything else in the world. That's, and yeah, that's probably a jacked up way to think about things. But once again, everybody does things differently. And whatever you got to do to make it through, to make it to the finish line of this race that we call life, whatever you got to do, man, go for it. I mean, this, this might be spoiler alert for everyone. Mm-hmm. You're going to make it to the end. Oh, Every, yeah. Everyone does. It doesn't I'll, matter what you do. Absolutely. So there is no, I got to do whatever I got to do to make it to the end. Mm-hmm. You're going to make it to the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, whether you end early or whether you end at the uh, the end of the line. No, but the statement of, yeah. if you got to do whatever you got to do to get to the end. Right. Doesn't make sense because you're going to make it to the end. Right, I get that. There, no matter if, if you're kind, if you're not, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, yeah. We all, all meet the same. Listen, you should all be able to smell the dirt. <laughs> Don't wait for the doctor to tell you a second time you're going to die. Right. It's going you should to know happen. That. It's going to happen. I get it. But as far as death goes and Dog the Bounty Hunter, mm-hmm. the fact that she was in the family circle is a little suspicious to me. You think I could they, understand why a family member would be so upset. You think that they were already a thing before she died no. or maybe as she's on her way out? The fact that the daughter is so bent out of shape See, to me is the indicator of like, whoa, what's going on? That could be, I don't know how old the, the daughter is. To be honest with you, and, and I'm not going to look either, but when you say that and how she acts, I'm thinking that she's probably um, teens, late teens, maybe early 20s, and she's just upset. That's her mom. She's 32. She's 32. Okay, so she's 32. She's upset because her mom's passed. She hasn't gotten over it yet, and then she sees her dad doing something or another that she does. It's the typical um, perfect example. I watched Bumblebee, the latest Transformers movie yesterday, right? <laughs> I know, it's crazy. But Charlie, the main character in here, her dad died. And then her mom ended up, you know, remarrying this other guy or whatever. And there's a bit of a tension between Charlie, the main character, and new stepdaddy or whatever. Simply because she felt like mama was replacing dad so quick. And I think that's where his daughter's at. She's like, listen, man. You're trying to replace her. Maybe he's not. Maybe he is. But once again, this is this is dog's life. And if he wants to replace her quickly, then go for it. It's a fascinating and, story. And, and there's there's no sense in the daughter. Listen, daughter, you need to worry about you. You need to worry about your life. And I understand your concern, but I got this. Yeah, I think it's different for them compared yeah. to like you know when my dad died or your your situation with your family dying. Mm-hmm. I think it's different because they have a huge brand. Okay, that affects. Everybody. Uh, I don't like that. You can like it. It's the truth. They have a business. Yeah, I they get have it. a. And I'm talking about the um, ba- the bondsman. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about the TV show mm-hmm, brand mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. with figurines and, yeah, and cups and all yeah, that that makes the family a ton of money. That, yeah. And your actions could prematurely 
affect mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is 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 that the daughter's concern at all? Whatsoever? I don't know because that was Dog's brand that he built. That's his empire that he well, built. Well, it, it's his name, yes. Mm-hmm. But the, she was on the show. She played a part in building it. Yeah, yeah. So did all the other kids. Sure. You know. Um, Either way, doesn't matter about brand. We're all people. And I tried to tell you this yesterday, and you didn't like it, but we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all people. We're all just trying to make it, and we're all just qu- trying to cope with whatever has put us down. Well, I didn't say I didn't like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I said you and I aren't the same, mm-hmm. and that's different. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're all trying to live life, Yeah, but we're different in regards to, and again, we're yeah, referencing yeah, yeah, a conversation yeah. from yesterday, but I'm talking about you listening in your car. Mm-hmm. We're different because we have different goals in life. Mm-hmm. But yet at the same time, we're yes, all no, just, we are yes. breathing oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about mentally. We're talking about how you live mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. I think we have a responsibility to take care of each other. And what I hear you say is that you, we don't. You all got to take care of yourself. That's that's it. Take care of you. Which is interesting coming from you mm-hmm. because you say you're a religious man mm-hmm. and that's a non-religious take. Mm. Could be. It, it, it's not it, could be. It is not a religious take. How so? T- is, well, is, there, is there a fact? Is there a book? Is there an article somewhere that says yes, that? Yes. Take care of your neighbors. Mm. Yes. Love your neighbor like you love me. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then that's probably not me, Corbin. Not me, Corbin. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Yourself, your person, whatever. No, like God. Yeah. Jesus said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And once again, man, that's just how I do things. And everybody does things differently. I love theological debates. <laughs> uh, all right, listen, we'll get into this more with the top five, I'm sure. Top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies. We've got our news quickies when we return. Rush. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Sam is out today. We're going to move on with news quickies, stories you may have missed in the news. Look for them on our Facebook page. Let's get started. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. A woman arrested over rough sex. This happens in Nashville where cops were called to an apartment complex because they got reports of a domestic disturbance. When they got there, the bitch, I mean victim in this case, told the cops that his 24-year-old girlfriend, Kristen Paris, began to bite and scratch him while or slightly before they started banging. He said this was way out of the norm of what we normally do. He says that uh, the cops noted several scratch marks on his back and bite marks on his arm and in his back as well. He did tell them that she punched him a few times a couple weeks ago, but he didn't report the incident. So now Kristen here, because she likes things different and not vanilla, she ended up having to spend the night in jail but later bonded out. She's a strong six and three quarters. I was going to say a good seven. Okay. I think she's a good, oh, solid seven. I'll go with that. She's cute enough. And it's New Year's Day. Like, you know, yeah. we're trying things a little different. Why not? Why not? But he couldn't take the biting and the scratches. Stop biting me. How, I mean, how bad, right? Right, exactly. I'm I'm okay with some biting and some scratching. Okay. I, I got no problem. I think the point is when you draw blood on a bite, that's when it's gone too far. And maybe that's what happened. I don't know. I wasn't there. 
No means no. <laughs> Driver shoots two kids after vehicle hit with snowball. This happened in Milwaukee where <laughs> a guy was not happy that some kids threw a snowball at his vehicle Saturday evening. So a 12-year-old girl and a 13-year-old boy were hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. According to news stories, both victims were with a group of juveniles throwing snowballs at cars passing by. One of the snowballs struck a white Toyota. The driver of the auto fired shots into the group of kids, striking two of them. Goddamn, son. Police are looking for the driver and the vehicle. <laughs> that's, that's extreme. It's a snowball, man. In the air? Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, but, but into the crowd? In the air, still not okay. Yeah, because what comes up has to come down. No, I mean, like, you're not going to harm the kids doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think like, anyway. To point, in the, yeah. ah, to point in the direction of the kids. Yeah, that. That is no Too douche. far, man. Too far over a snowball that dissipates. One, it, 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 it dissipates as soon as it hits whatever the target is. There may be a little residue left over. Two, and probably the most important part, it's water. It's just water. The That's sand all and, it is. The sand and stuff they put on for the to melt the snow on the yeah. road is worse yeah, for your way car. Way worse. The salt and sand that they do, way worse. And these kids are just trying to have fun. So you got to be a dick and fire off rounds into the crowd? <laughs> Get out of here. I hope your house gets robbed, man. Uh, 54-year-old Floridian told cops that I'm a professional drinker. See, this guy... His name's George Emanuel. He got pulled over for speeding in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. So cops were just typically doing a routine traffic stop. Speeding, we stop you. When they pulled him over, they noticed that he was wobbly and that his eyes were all watery and glassy. And they did a couple of field sobriety tests on him, as to which he failed miserably. And then he blew a .218 and then a .211. This guy was fickled. He was donezo. Anyhow, so they go ahead and read him his rights and cuff the man. And when they did, he admitted to him that, and it is the classic, sir, how much have you been drinking tonight? <laughs> he admitted to having one to two shots of whiskey before getting behind the wheel. Anyhow, so uh, that's when he told the cops that he was a professional drinker. They took him in on misdemeanor, <laughs> a DUI. Did you know me? I'm a professional drinker. I'm a pro. I, I do this all the time. That's not a I good take. Suffer. That's not a good take, man. <laughs> Employee blast company's holiday gift in tweet is fired. Uh, what did you expect was going to happen? So this 27-year-old this guy works for this company, and he tweeted, quote, what kind of multi-billion dollar company gifts its Canadian employees barbecue sauce <laughs> As a holiday gift, yet the USA employees stuff their face with an actual gift bo- a gift box at Fastenal Company at Fastenal Canada. The news said that the branch manager's supervisor caught wind of the tweet, contacted HR department back in the states, and said, "What should we do?" And HR said, "Buy a, a fire him for violating the company's social media." And conduct policy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The former employee has been with the company since 2013 and says that historically, everyone would get cookies, M&Ms, and beef jerky, like a box filled with junk food, for the holidays, and we always really appreciated it. Mm -hmm. And he says, as far as the reference 
to American employees still getting the yummy treats. <laughs> what a bitch, man. That it stopped because customs regulations changed for the employees in Mexico and Canada. Oh, damn. Damn. Imagine how that but works But he out. played, the tweet made it sound like, <laughs> what, what's this There's about? Stuff, <laughs> you used to stuff your face, too. Right. <laughs> he just wanted that beef jerky, man. <laughs> the CEO of the company says he wished calmer heads would have prevailed, <laughs> and everybody may have overreacted. Oh, you think? And the uh, employee was like, really? I'm getting fired over a tweet. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. If it's one, if it's in the handbook and part of their policy, they can do it. You shouldn't do it. All right. Nobody should talk bad about their job. on So bitch about it to your friend or the guy at the bar, your spouse, whatever, all day long. But as soon as you put that out there on the media, man, everybody can see it. Somebody said, well, listen, what you do on social media is like doing stuff in your living room. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. I, contraire, mon frere. Mm -hmm. I would say it's like doing it in your front yard. Absolutely. Or, or in your church, church group. Yes. Or at the PTA meeting. On a stage in the middle of downtown for yeah. God and everybody to see. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, it's a little bit different. You didn't do that for your friends to have sympathy because you got the Jelly of the Month Club. Mm -mm. You did it because you wanted some white wine justice. Mm -hmm. And know what you got? You got fired. Now you're on the unemployment line. It had to have been like the last straw. There was no way, like, he was the best performer in the, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Typically, those employees are tolerated for their idiot idiocracy. Right, right, right. This guy was just like, you know what? You've been too much of a problem. You're going to bitch about this. You're fired. Right. Yeah. Can't All these stories are on our Facebook. Barbecue sauce. I admit, barbecue sauce is a pretty late, to be fair, you got barbecue sauce and a grill scraper. And, and that's not a horrible gift. No. And depending on the barbecue sauce. But. It's a gift. It's not an ode. Right. Exactly. You lucky you got that. I've told the story before. I worked at a radio station here in town. Mm -hmm. An employee got a raise, and not everybody got a raise, and mm -hmm. it wasn't very much. And that employee went bitching, mm -hmm. and then that she got fired. Well, yeah. Let me let me save you the grief here. You fired. <laughs> Be grateful. Be grateful. Uh, all right. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us from 1430 The Buzz. Uh, is our friend Pop, and I was just discussing with him off-air the lines for the uh, football this weekend. And uh, nothing is surprising in any of the lines. I mean, all the favorites are the higher seeds, which is nothing new, right? No. A nine, though, for the Chiefs? Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. Okay. All right. That yeah. one's a little, uh, maybe a little iffy to me, though. I think... I don't know. I think Kansas City kind of flexes their muscle this weekend, though. That's just that's just me. Yeah, the I, last I'm not a I'm not a believer in Houston. Not to toot my own horn here, but the last time they played, we didn't have all of our players, and we had some like some ridiculous like 89 penalties or some stupid number of penalties in that game. So, the, so I just feel like it's going to be a completely different game. Yeah, I think you guys finally are, are healthy. It, it, this is probably as healthy as you've been since what week four, yeah. week five yeah. in the in the league. Yes. So uh, yeah, uh, and everything, and it, and that's why you shouldn't really panic if you're an NFL fan. If your team, you know, kind of takes a swoon through a portion of the season, 
And because your team's a perfect example of that, it is such a grinder to go through that season uh, with those with that many games. And they're talking about adding another game, which is interesting to to all of this in the big picture in the NFL. But if you go through you know a three four week period there where things are a little bit rough, especially due to injuries, don't worry. If, once you get those guys back, you're typically in good shape. Uh, let's talk uh, coaching carousel. And to me, I'm co- I know you're not based off the conversations we've had, but I am shocked that uh, Rule signed with the Panthers. I know money is a thing, but he sold so much. How it's a family at Baylor. We're building something here, and then just jumps it. It the the optics on that read weird. But in his defense, though, you have to sell that everywhere you go. Right, that's not anything that's new. You sell that everywhere that you go. He at least was very open with his players. From what I understand, he was very open with the guys that he recruited in this last class. He had a meeting with his guys in New Orleans before the Sugar Bowl and said, I want to let you guys know first, none of this shadiness you're going to find out through the media or anything else. I'm going to have the opportunity to talk to NFL teams, and it is of my best interest, same way that you'll have an opportunity at some point in your life for your best interest to try to do what's best for you and best for your family and best for your career. So I appreciate the openness that he at least had with his players. The family stuff and selling it, that happens everywhere, every high school program, every college program, and NFL uh, franchise. So that issue, I don't have an issue with at all. I think it was just a matter of time. Corbin, he was, they were 1-11 his first year, and he was interviewing with the Jets. He had an opportunity to take the Colts job, and he turned it down the next year. So NFL teams have been on this guy for a long time. Amongst coaching circles and in those ranks and in the NFL franchise in that world, he's been known as a future star no matter where he was at. Giants absolutely loved him, and they were caught completely off guard by this. But, uh, man, that David Tepper, who's the new owner for the Panthers, he flew to Waco. None of this, hey, you're coming to us. I'm going to you, and I'm going to make you an offer that you basically can't refuse. Uh, that's, a, that's a hedge fund manager, kind of a, a, a new style ownership, very aggressive not the old guard in the NFL, and he went after his guy and got him. Now it cost him a lot. What, $60 million for, for Matt Rule to coach in the league, potentially to get 70 And he, he also had to pay his $6 million buyout at Baylor. So that, that tells you how, how aggressive that the guy in Carolina was. Yeah, foof. That, that is a, that's a hefty ticket, and you, you better have paid dividends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he gave him seven years. So Dude, who, what coach gets seven years of failure? <laughs> well, that, that's that's a good point. It, it tells me that the ownership and what they talked about, they're all on the same page, which is incredibly important. We're giving you seven years to turn this around. Now, I don't want this to be a scenario where we're still losing by the time we get to year three and year four, but we're giving you ample amount of time. So here's it's basically... It's, it's a nice, warm, soft blanket for them to feel comfortable in a position that they don't feel like they have to win right away. You know, the Niners gave Kyle Shanahan six years when he first signed. And now, year three, they're the number one seed. But it was that sixth year, and he, he talked about it. He said, that let me know that they had faith in me and that I didn't feel like that we had to be um, in such a hurry to try to get things done because it was such a project to rebuild everything. That matters to coaches. 
Well, the thing that's left here is where does that leave the Browns, right? We don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't know, right? There were so many speculations of who was going to go there and who is the top candidate for that job. Isn't it funny that it's like we're we're right back to where we were and everything's right in the world. Everyone's <laughs> made their decision, and here are the Browns still waiting. The funniest picture that I saw, or funniest uh, uh, internet uh, meme that I saw was Milhouse from The Simpsons playing Frisbee with himself, and that said, this is the Cleveland Browns coaching job. Oh, God. And, and that's hilarious. It's perfect. But it's, I think it works both ways. It's a negative because they're the last one, and they were one of the first ones to get rid of their guy. And on the positive side, there's no rush now. Because all the guys that are left, they can take their time. And guys that have been successful in the past, like when the Eagles had an opening, it took them 21 or 24 days to make their hire. And the next year they were in the playoffs. So I don't think that there's any rush now. They don't have to jump to conclusions like the Giants did yesterday with their hire. They can just take their time and go through the best candidates. I heard this scenario. You tell me the reality of it. Tom Brady to the Colts. (laughs) <laughs> and Baker Mayfield traded to the Patriots. Get out of here. Yeah, man. It sounds crazy, but that is totally Belichick. I feel like that the Patriots are drafting 23. Here's my here's my wild-ass scenario for the upcoming draft. Patriots at 23. Uh, Tua Tungabayola has some negative issues with his medical reports on his hip ends up falling a little bit, and the Patriots move up to take Tua, like in the teens. How about that? Wow. Where Belichick ends up with Tua. I, I, and as far as the trade scenario stuff, I mean, anything is potentially open. The whole Tom Brady to the Colts thing, I'm not buying. Me neither. Because Jim Ursay and the Colts franchise, they're the ones who turned in Tom Brady for the deflated footballs. I, I mean, they, they tried to their best – try to mar the image of Tom Brady. Yeah, and but what does Tom Brady care about as much as anything besides winning? And that is his image and everything that he's built and turned himself into. Do you know how many of my favorite Chiefs players ended up going to the Broncos? Like oh, it's, dude, it's, I, I get it. It's I get not it, uncommon. But I get it, but that's it's a little bit different because this seemed like it was personal. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's different to just say, well, you know, that was a, a tough team, and we're, that's a fan-created rivalry. We don't like each other. Though the, the organization went out of its way to turn them in for cheating and to try to make Tom Brady look bad. Yeah. That's the, one of the reasons why I'm not buying it. Plus, Jim Irsay's a weirdo. Yeah. I just don't think that that's their owner. I don't think that Tom Brady's going to go there. I'm still – I would only put stock in the Chargers because the Chargers need to sell tickets. They need to sell jerseys. They need some hype going into the new stadium. And he's you an mean L.A. To tell guy. Tell me that Tom Brady, that Tom Brady wouldn't bring that to the Chargers yeah. at least for one year. Come on. Yeah, and he's an L.A. guy. Yeah. Or how about Brady to the to the Raiders in Vegas? Stop. <laughs> it's not even yeah. funny. Bite your tongue. <laughs> that twelve jersey would look good in the Raiders. Get out of here. As a it Chiefs would. fan, that's not a good call. That's, that's <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Take. I'm sorry that's about that. That's the stupidest take I've ever heard. <laughs> well, they play the Chargers too. I mean, come on. Yeah, whatever. Chargers are Chargers. <laughs> sorry, man. I'll that's accept false. the Chargers. I, the 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 Raiders one. I'm not a fan. It's <laughs> false. Through all sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30 second break, but we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. 
Next Thursday, it's time for the KMOD New Year Blood Drive. It's happening at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino just for doing a little bit by giving uh, and helping somebody that could desperately need uh, replenishment you could be qualified to win Rocklahoma Weekend VIP tickets. They're going to have a weekend stay at the Hard Rock that they're going to give away, all from just doing the right thing, right? It's like a double win. So what you need to do is go to the OBI website and reserve your spot for the New Year Blood Drive. Plus, you're going to get a free iHeart New Year Blood Drive T-shirt from KMOD and OBI. So, again, OBI.org and reserve your spot for the KMOD New Year Blood Drive next Thursday at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Sam's out today. Uh, so normally this is when we see what she wants to talk about. She did text me. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about that, so we're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to know that she's communicating. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, she is still alive and her fingers work. Yeah. Um, I've never, I've been on plenty of airplanes. Mm-hmm. I've been overseas flights handful of times. Yeah. And not joined the Mile High Club. Not even had an opportunity. To be honest, the idea of it, not enticing to me. Cramming in a small... Space, yeah, trying to fit everybody in and do things comfortably. Logistically, I have a hard time figuring out how it works. And then you got to worry about, you know, the people on the other side of the door can right. hear you. You, ha- you have to be quiet, mm-hmm. right? It's not pleasurable. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's just a, uh, a check mark on the box, is all that it is. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and you can get thrown off the flight. And you can get arrested. <laughs> I didn't know that. I feel like it's kind of a weird gamble. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, this woman was flying on an eight-hour flight from England to somewhere else, and she's 20, and she was drunk, and she started propositioning men <laughs> for four hours, <laughs> asking them to join the Mile High Club. Hi, excuse me, sir, sir, can you do me in the bathroom? <laughs> She was finally refused any more alcohol, and she yelled, quote, You might as well just land the plane now. <laughs> and she started shaking her fists at the uh, at the crew and passengers. Because <laughs> that really should. Rebel, 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 rebel. <laughs> the flight was from Abu Dhabi to Manchester, England, mm-hmm. and they tried to calm her down, uh, and then she head-butted them. <laughs> Oh, that escalated quickly. <laughs> and Malta took six crew members and passengers to restrain this girl that's got to weigh 90 pounds. <laughs> yeah, man, but when you are raging drunk like that, <laughs> 90 pounds ain't nothing. <laughs> I'll take anybody on. <laughs> One stewardess was bitten on the forearm <laughs> oh, wow. and head-butted around the chin. Other passengers received kicks to the ribs and face while some were left bruised after sustaining headbutts to their cheeks. So she was on full-fledged headbutt mode. She was, man. <laughs> um, a consultant anesthesiast traveling on the flight was bitten on the elbow and headbutted as he helped restrain the woman and claimed it was worse than anything he'd ever seen working in his field. That's hilarious. One stewardess was quoted as saying it was a stressful situation. I managed to ring, remain calm. I'm sure you did. It's not acceptable for crew members to be treated. Let me rephrase it. It's not acceptable for crew members to be treated. I didn't sign up for this. It's not fair to the other passengers to witness things like this. 
That was a result of her being very verbally abusive towards me and assaulting me. <laughs> I couldn't eat or drink anything oh, the rest of the flight. Get out of here. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> I can't enjoy these salty God, peanuts. the way people write. <laughs> it's weird how those two stories kind of crossed. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, she'd been traveling home from a three-month trip to Australia. Mm-hmm where she'd been visiting family, and she claimed she had been drinking and she had a fear of flying. Okay. I, I see that. I, I see that. I get that. Kind of takes the edge off a little bit. That's why some people take a little Zanny bar before they get sure. on. I get that. There's a there, only one or two, officer. That's all you really need. Just nobody enough to calm down. Take, you, nobody takes just, <laughs> nobody burrs the edge, man. Right. I'm going in deep. Says Mr. <laughs> a handful of suppositories over here. You don't just burr the edge. Right. You go in the deep end. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, she was jailed for six months. Wow. After she admitted to being drunk on the aircraft, she got five charges of assault. All right, it, it right. appears she was drunk before getting on the flight, and she started making a number of inappropriate sexual comments to a number of male passengers. Two in particular remember hearing comments, and at first they laughed it off, but then it became increasingly inappropriate, and she asked them to join the Mile High Club. Both tried to end the conversation with her, but she carried on. She said she felt quite shocked by her comments, and people around her started to ask her to be quiet as others could hear. Shut up. Does this concern you? <laughs> I'll fix so. Is this your dog? <laughs> you ain't want none of this. I'll shut up, head butcher. That's funny. Yeah. So then the question is, mm-hmm. would you have taken her up on the Mile High Club proposition, even though she was clearly hammered? Ooh. Probably. Single guy, early 20s, even right now, (laughs) probably, probably, because one, that opportunity doesn't present itself that often, okay? Uh, Like yourself, I've flown quite a bit in my life, Um, even in my adulthood, never had that opportunity, okay? If the opportunity presented itself, you're damn right, I would have, as a checkbox. I did it on a plane. Uh, yes, but have you ever been the sober one with an extremely drunk person? Oh, my God. It's It's not worth the hassle. No, but here's the thing. And she can't, I mean, technically, Mm -hmm. she's intoxicated. You don't, you're putting yourself in a weird situation. Right, right, right. A date rape-esque sort of thing. She doesn't remember telling people to join the Mile High Club. Right, absolutely. I get that. So with today's modern technology... There is enough. You can take video, you know, audio record with your phone and get, you know, hey, this was you propositioning me. And I said, in case it comes to a court of law, it's a CYA sort of thing. Yes. (laughs) But aren't we circling back to our discussion at the beginning of the show where it's don't you have a responsibility to be the better person? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. In a sense, I guess you could. But at the same time, (laughs) if you get an opportunity, you know, that that doesn't come around that often. And it's something that you're like, yeah, this this seems like a good idea. Then go for it. Go for it. You you you've told the story before about the one time that the uh, the girl wanted you to do the business in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, and you kind of regret it. You know, not doing it at that point in time. It's the same basic premise. No, right it's here. not the same. Because here is the difference mm-hmm, in that. Mm-hmm. Saying you regret it doesn't mean you would go back and do it. Okay. 
To me, I think it does because okay. you regret not doing it. You regret not doing it. So if you had the opportunity, at least the way I think anyway, if you had the opportunity, yeah. No, regret is mm-hmm. I did what was best for me at that time. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I probably would have, probably being the operative word. Right, 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 right. But right, if right. I was presented in that same scenario again, I no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's just not your thing. 20-something, maybe. Mm-hmm. But now at this point in time in your life. And that's kind of where I'm getting I at. I was 20-something you know? when that happened. Yeah. And you didn't, though. Yeah, that's you what didn't. I'm saying. Yeah. But, but that's not your... I couldn't put myself in that place to degrade that woman that way. <laughs> to urinate when, when, on her. When you say it like that. I just but couldn't. She asked for it. Once again... She was not sober. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So had had she been sober? Now, are we still talking about the plane? Are we talking about the plane? No, we're talking girl? about my scenario. Okay, your scenario. Now, had she had been sober... Would you have? No. Oh, just because it's not. I just can't put myself in that place, I man. It. I get it. It's... I, unlike you, I feel like <laughs> whatever happens outside of my bubble could happen, could affect me in my uh-huh, bubble. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I don't think a judge would be too kind with, hey, man, it's just my bubble. But she asked for it, She bro. asked for it, man. I got the video. Right. Exactly. I mean, it sounds like she's saying she's okay with it. it looks like, look, it's all right here, your honor. It's all she, right here. Son, she can barely stand. <laughs> So? Tell me you wouldn't have done the same thing, Judge. Come on. Unbelievable story. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. I have never gotten so tanked on a plane to where I am a, a problem like that. You know, I've, I've had a few a few drinks before, but nothing to where I, like, I'm out of control, at least that I can remember anyway. I got super drunk a long time ago, mm-hmm. flying back from uh, California to Kansas City, layover in Memphis, huge storm. Mm-hmm. We got laid over till like 1 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And everybody on that flight was in the bar. <laughs> and everybody missed their next flight. Everybody's, <laughs> no, we were waiting for them to tell us our flight was ready. <laughs> right. Getting hammered. Uh-huh. You meet everybody on the flight. One guy sold pork rinds. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> he gave me his business card. I'll salesman. never forget this. Yes. Can I interest you in some pork rinds, now, some crunchy chicharrones? Full disclosure, that's the. I feel like that was the story. He may have sold, you know, snack items, right. but I feel like pork, pork rinds was the focus the of the conversation. Item. Yes, that's the hot item. Yeah, you got spicy and because name any brand name pork rind. Yeah, you can't because they're they're not that great. Oh why? They're only great drunk. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so you got the pork rind salesman. So, so I, I was like, this is awesome. We should tell because I. I worked in radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so the flight gets cleared. It was one of those where we were so delayed. They gave us sandwiches when we got back, when we got on the flight. So we your ass up. <laughs> Probably. And I remember being so drunk and the plane just turbulent <laughs> AF. Just eating like the uh, pork <laughs> falling out of my mouth and being like, I'm really drunk right now. People wow. screaming and me not even caring, like half eyelid over and like right. wiping my face. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Pilot's probably doing it on purpose. I got a plane full of drunk mother lovers here. Screw this. Hitting every bump on the road. <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to think of the worst outburst I've ever seen flying. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the only thing I can think of is a recent experience my wife and I had when we saw a woman carrying her kid in mm-hmm. and the kid vomited everywhere. Like okay. really close to us. Mm-hmm. And that delayed the flight like an hour. Okay. Because they had to bring a special crew in to clean up the mess. No one could sit in that. Like, it was a giant thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. 
it comes to an outburst on a flight. Yeah, I've never witnessed an outburst, whether it be a baby vomiting all over everybody or somebody getting irate with another person on the flight, you know, crew member or whatever. And I think the worst, the worst flight that I've had, and, and it was because of my son, <laughs> he was all of maybe one at the time. Maybe two, okay? And we were flying to Wisconsin, and uh, my my uh, girl at the time, number two, and I were, were kind of, we weren't separated like we weren't together, like seeing each other, but just sitting-wise. Sitting-wise, we separated. She was towards the back of the plane, and I was towards the front of the plane because we're flying on standby, okay? So we only, we take what's available. Anyhow, so I, uh, I had smelled, I had smelled duty on the plane. I'm like, uh-oh somebody's kid crapped their diaper and we still had like an hour left before we landed so for that hour there the entire cabin smelled like a dirty diaper and then the fun part is as when we land and everybody's getting their bags and they're shuffling out of the plane i can hear almost everybody <laughs> bitching about it on the way out the door and i was just like and then she come walking by with him and that's when i knew i was like oh right you're like how was your flight and mine was <laughs> awesome did you smell that somebody stunk <laughs> i have been dealing with a stinky kid or an hour. <laughs> we had to go and change. She had to go and change him real quick. Yeah. Or whatever. But that's about the worst as it's gotten for me. My brother's gotten sick on planes before. Like he ate too many of those salty nuts and, and, and free sodas, you know, and, and, and ended Good up God. using the barf bag. Yeah. I never young, right? Young. Had to have been young. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. These oh, when okay. we were kids. Kids, kids, kids. Like uh, when we when we flew from California to Alabama to visit for the holidays or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I remember that. He was, he got so sick off of you know just overgorging himself and and uh ended up filling a, a couple of barf bags but do you get early boarding so far as because of the uh oh because of my 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 claw no no they don't treat me any different man come on they should have man you should have been like i gotta get on her i'm not in a wheelchair <laughs> so they don't give a damn about me like, listen you get, it's good enough get on tickets to the sold out shinedown show we've got those to give away when we come back Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Bad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. And yesterday, I inadvertently said the wrong game. It was Sing Sing, but I said Pick the Flick. But today is actually Pick the Flick, so let's go ahead and play a game. Uh, up for grabs, a pair of tickets to see Shine Down over at the Hard Rock on May 8th. Tickets available? No, because it's sold out can only get them from us. Anybody who wins is qualified for the upgrade. Be treated like a rock star dinner and hotel before. I guess the dinner would be for potentially. Yeah. And then after would be the hotel part. Yeah. Unless yeah. you want to, you know, get drunk and then sober up. You got your, got your free meal and then you can go pass out in your free room. It's a win-win. Safety. Yes. Uh, so we're going to play Pick the Flick. Current record of Pick the Flick is... Much like my first ex's vagina, it's wide open. 
Got a whole Thanks, bunch. Steve Scott. Zero. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to do predictions. Let's do it. Last do year, what did you have? I had 19 last year. Okay. Sammy had 14, and you, right behind her, giggity, with 13. Okay. Okay. What are you going with? I'm going with 20. If 20. I made 19, I can make 20. Okay. I'm going to go with... 15. 15, that's solid. And Sam's going to get nine. <laughs> Why so little on her? You did There's that only yesterday. so many available. <laughs> what do you mean? There's only so many wins available. Okay, okay. But I feel like, you know, like yesterday we softballed her with five. I didn't softball her. The five I wins. gave her a goal she could meet. <laughs> I think I am boosting her self-esteem. You, you are absolutely right. You are boosting her self-esteem. You are you are lowering the bar just so she can hop over it instead of her trying to get over the bar so you know we don't have to lower. She'll it. meet her goal and be bragging. She's that's, welcome. That's what we need. Uh, right. <laughs> More bragging. The listener had a great idea. Mm-hmm. And since we've only really played a few games, yeah, this yeah. might be completely easy to go back and do this. Okay. We keep track of the total number of wins we have in regards to, mm-hmm. I got four right. Yeah. I got six right. So that would be, in two weeks, I got ten total right. Oh, like so far as the So the, like you may win, mm-hmm. but Sam got 90 points. Ooh. I get where you're at on that one. I don't like it. Why? Because it's just more because it's work more, that has more to be for done. you. Gosh, yes. I know it's so traumatic. <laughs> it's terrible. Isn't Writing it? another I've number, go three down numbers here down, and I've got like, all right, so she got four. You've she got, got five. no. We haven't even played a full week of games. Mm. But you said right, like so. It's so when you write like, down the, you write Sam, mm-hmm. and if Sam gets four, you write four. Okay, she got four of the clues, and then the correct. next week, yeah, you just got to right. keep track of it. It's not rocket science, bro. It's, it's easier just to be. She won. She got one win for this week. Right. Who she, won? <laughs> you won. You got one. Uh, all right. So you got to decide who you want to read clues. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Tom. Tom, how are you? Good. And you? Tom, I'm good. Thank you. Who do you want to read clues? Gimpy or Corbin? Let's go, Gimpy. Tom, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Ooh, the Bill Murray, and it's about that that uh, that time of the year that it just repeats itself. Groundhog's Day. You got it. This is Captain Kirk, Mr. Spock. They are all Star cast Trek. members. Yes. This is uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, and they've got like eight of these That's guys. Serious. You got it, man. Uh, this is, uh, okay, got Jason Bateman. Okay, and I believe it also has Melissa McCarthy. And when somebody steals who you are and tries to identity use identity theft. Okay, what well, instead of theft, what's the actual the person that does it? Identity thief. There you go. This is a double pointer. It's got uh, a naked Kathleen Bates in it, and it's also got uh, uh, Jack Nicholson in it. Analyze this. No, 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 no. Analyze no. that. No, it's not analyze any of it at all whatsoever. It's a, the, the, the second word in the movie is a person's. About Schmidt. There you go. This is also a double pointer, and I believe this has Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon in it, and it's ha- you go to these different places for this particular holiday. Four Christmases. You got it. Get the absolute F out of here. My man. Tom came to play. <laughs> I had to make up for that horrible game yesterday. Seven is what you guys got. Is that what you got, Gimpy? That's what Seven. I got, man. So good mm-hmm. job, man. Hang on the line, all right? Thanks. All right, buddy. Tom came to play. He ain't messing around, man. He wants that, that free room. <laughs> down tickets. Good morning. <laughs> they don't. Well, I heard the number. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Blake. Blake, how are you, buddy? Blake. I'm doing good, you. 
Good, man. Seven is the number we have to beat, Blake. Are you ready? Please. Yeah. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah, let's All right. do it. Uh, this movie has uh, Matt Dillon in it, and it's also got uh, the blonde girl, and it's in, in Ben Affleck. I'm sorry, Ben uh, Stiller is in it, and he and she gets the uh, the hair gel stuck in her hair. He gets oh his, something about Mary. Correct. Uh, this is an animated movie about the Day of the Dead. Uh, Book of Life. No, it's an animated movie. This uh, is Coco. also yes. Uh, this is a superhero in the water. Uh, Aquaman. Yes. Uh, this is based off the TV show that David Hasselhoff was in. Baywatch. Yes. Uh, this is a movie. It's a double pointer. It's a remake. The original had John Wayne in it. It's about him taking on a little girl oh, who's a uh, badass. Um, it's Rooster Cogburn. Uh, uh, the opposite of false is? The opposite of what? The opposite of false is? Oh, uh, true. Yes. Yes. Ah, nice. Uh, this is the movie about the DuPont family, and he has a wrestling, uh, fa- a wrestling oh, camp. Um, Sly as a oh. Sly as a. Oh my lord! The I man behind home one. plate does what with the ball? Oh, catcher! Oh catcher. no! You didn't get it Nothing. down! My God! It was so <laughs> close, man. <laughs> If we would have gotten that, I think we would have had the victory, but we didn't, man. I'm so sorry, Blake. You did awesome. You would have. Oh, my God. What did I get? How many did we get? We got six, and the last one was the double pointer, which would have been worth the got us to eight, which would have got us the victory. Uh, I could not think of the name of that movie. Here, we don't usually do this. We'll play it out. The The position behind home plate in baseball is what? Is a catcher. Okay. And the, the, this animal is has the phrase sly as a. Yeah, cat, fox catcher. Yes. There you go. You That's got the it. the name of the movie. I knew that I've watched that movie. It's yeah. a great movie. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We didn't win, man. All right, man. All right. See you later. Yep. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. You got it, buddy. You won. Great job. Yeah, we did Foxcatcher. I jumped ahead of you, and yeah. you ended perfectly on yours. Yeah. So. Didn't pass on any or anything like that. Seemed to work out. Hey, the double pointers fell into my lap perfectly. Yeah. And could have you. Could yeah. have that. I, I don't know if we've nipples. ever had one that was so... Tight. Well, with that many victories, no. that many points. No. No, 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 no. Can't think of it. Seven's a big number. I think the most we've had maybe is eight at the most. And I don't even know. Well, if, if we kept track, we would know that. We probably would. Uh, <laughs> thing is, we'll never, ever know. <laughs> All right. got to take a break, and we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. I should clarify. Somebody sent a text and said, Lowry's microwavable pork rinds uh, are awesome. Microwavable pork rinds? Doesn't seem right. Yeah. Seems like it would make it stale. Right. I, I mean, they're I already thought, stale. They're already fried. There's, yeah. I don't know what we're warming up. 
Unless you, Why do they need to be warmed up? Yeah, unless you just like warm pork rinds, to be honest with you. I've, I've eaten many a pork rind over my time. Never once thought about heating it up. Never They're once okay. tried it. They're okay. I've never had them and been like, these are amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I've had bad pork rinds. Yeah, 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 but yeah. But I've never had a pork rind and been like, this piece of fried piglet skin is it. delicious. Yeah. I've never, I've never, I just... I just haven't. No, they're good. They are right. They'll dry your mouth out quicker than this, though, for sure, man. If you're stoned, do not eat pork rinds unless you got a Gatorade handy. I feel like pork rinds and that weird foam cracker thing you get at Asian restaurants. Yes. They're not too far apart. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What is this like? I don't know what that thing is. Rice cakes, I believe is, that what, is it what they is? are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, to me, them and pork rinds. They're they're cousins, mm-hmm. <laughs> just you know, different sides of the world or whatever. One's got one's got <laughs> Lowry seasoning salt on it or right. paprika or something. Right, right. One's a shisha roll, the other one's just a rice cake. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a pork rind friend. Somebody was saying when you're you need a source of protein to work out, right? Mm-hmm. You can eat pork rinds. Okay. That is an acceptable food to eating, and it's considered eating clean. Wow, because it's a real product. It's right. It's just yeah. fried, I guess. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. I love pork. Well, love salt. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I can't do it, man. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They are very bland unless you get the barbecue, the seasoned ones, barbecue or spicy or whatever, just plain Jane pork rinds. They're not good. If I'm at a party and on the table is a bowl of potato chips or Doritos or Cheetos, mm-hmm. chances are I'm going to grab a potato chip and be like, yeah, potato chip. Okay. If I go to a party and there's pork rinds, I'm passing the pork rinds every single time. Yeah. Unless that's the only thing and you've got to sober up. <laughs> yeah, I'm still probably the, not doing it. Even then, you know, it's like, uh, it, they're just so dry. And then you get the extra fried ones that are super crunchy and you chip a tooth on them. It's not a good deal. Chip a tooth is a great city in Wisconsin, too, <laughs> by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got our top five songs coming up. Top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies. That'll happen in a little over an hour. Here's Poppin' Balls to the Wall Sports. Baylor coach Matt Rule agreed Tuesday to a seven-year contract to become the Carolina Panthers' next head coach. The deal is worth $60 million. Incentives could make it worth up to $70 million. Made $4.1 million at Baylor this season. Panthers also paid a $6 million buyout to hire Matt Rule. One of my favorite quotes from the owner, David Tepper, he told the Panthers.com was, he dresses like bleep and sweats all over himself. He dresses like me, so I have to love the guy. Plus, he was a short-order cook, and I was a short-order cook. Nobody gave him anything, and nobody gave me anything at all. He had to work hard for everything that he got. The Giants are finalizing a deal for the Patriots wide receiver coach, Joe Judge, to become the team's next head coach. Judge is 38, youngest of seven known candidates mentioned for the Giants' vacancy, has been mentored by Alabama coach Nick Saban and Patriots coach Bill Belichick. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs and... Tulsa native. Once homeless as a child, he and his four siblings sometimes living out of their car with their dad, Marty, here on the north side of Tulsa. On Tuesday, number 24 overall pick in the 2019 draft and leading candidate for the Offensive Rookie of the Year, took to social media to say that 
He had purchased a house for his father here in Oklahoma. He rushed for 1,500, or excuse me, 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns, averaging 4.8 yards per carry. That's third in the league behind Derrick Henry and Cleveland uh, Browns' Nick Chubb. His uh, father was also a part of that social media, trying to hold back tears from when his son presented him with his house. New York Knicks big man Bobby Portis ejected from the first half of Tuesday's game against the Lakers for forcibly knocking Contavious Caldwell-Pope across the head while the Lakers guard was airborne. And Donovan Mitchell scored 14 points uh, for the Baylor Bears last night in college basketball as the Bears won their 11th in a row, 57-52 on Tuesday night at number 22, Texas Tech, which hadn't lost a home game in nearly a year. The Bears are showing that they might be the best team in the Big 12 so far this season. They are 12-1 overall. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam is out. In honor of her being out, normally we would do Stump Sam right here. Yeah. We're going to do talk about some dental stuff <laughs> in honor of her. These parents are suing their dentist because of some work done on their five-year-old child. Oh, my. Uh, this happened in Las Vegas. A lawsuit is claiming the dentist was operating on the child last year with a diamond burr tool mm-hmm. and caused a throat pack in the girl's mouth to spark and ignite. Wow. So her throat caught on fire. My throat well, the, is on fire. The, uh, the, the pack did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what caused it to spark? Uh, usually it has to be like metal on metal to cause a spark. Maybe she had like a bridge or something. See, at four, that's where I'm kind of hung up at. You you said five year old. What kind of dental? Well, it work? says I'm assuming five year old now. Okay, a five year old's parents yeah, are yeah. filing suit. Yeah. Nonetheless, what kind of dental work does a small child like that have to have at such an early age? In, they, in, invasive. Yeah, they just got their teeth. Right. Like they're brand new. They shouldn't have to have any work at all unless they're growing in sideways. That's the only thing I can think of. But even then, they're temporary. Yeah. Yeah, they'll fall out and you get your adult jumpers. Well, she was brought to a hospital for four days of treatment. Their daughter suffered burns on her epial glottis, which is like the back of the throat. Mm -hmm. Her throat, tongue, mouth, lips, and surrounding areas. They're seeking more than $15,000 in damage. That's it? That's what I said. Wow. I, I was expecting a couple a, hundred. Yeah, exactly, hundred thousand, million. Yeah, because their dental bill alone has mm. got to be more than that. And maybe that's just that we just listen. We just want to cover the repair damage. Well, what about the mental repair damage? I mean, granted, that little girl, she's young. She'll she'll more than likely forget about it over time. But come on, fifteen grand. That's it. This says they used a diamond bird to smooth the girl's teeth while she was under. The procedure emitted a spark that caused the throw pack to ignite and produce a fire. Mm-hmm. It lasted one or two seconds, according to the lawsuit. Still hung up on why she needs a... Because they're using it to burr down her teeth to to kind of even them out, to grind them down, I guess, essentially yeah. is what they're doing. But they're brand new teeth. So I don't... I'm, I'm still stuck on that. 
See, this is an interesting take. Mm-hmm. I've seen guys swallow fire and nothing happens to them. It's a true statement. I mean, they're not really swallowing fire. They're not right. swallowing it. Right, 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 right. They're more going, right. putting and, and it out. Suffocating it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bell's palsy is another dentist hap- happenstance that occurs when they hit a facial nerve when antesthesian. Luckily, I recovered. Yeah, Bell's palsy, where half your face just droops. Yeah, yeah, but you can get over that. I mean, that that's a curable uh, instance. We've we've spoken to a listener. This is many, 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 many moons yeah. ago about, but had that as a child. Uh, Fifteen thousand in damages. Your ambulance chasing attorney is going to charge you fifty thousand. <laughs> True. I mean, it, it it could be in that state when those type of lawsuits happen, and the loser has to pay the fees. Oh, okay. In this case, it'd be the dentist, yeah. which we know he's got plenty of cash to pay those lawyer fees. Anesthetic gases and sparks don't play well together. That's why operating room personnel wear booties over their shoes to help protect against static electricity. I thought it was to not have their nasty-ass feet. That's, in the what cer- I, that's what I thought. Maybe they stepped in dog do or something on the way in. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a dentist. I don't know anything about dental work other than brush your teeth twice a day, uh-huh. floss. Mm-hmm. I would assume in the dental field, they do their best to make sure there's no chance of that. Absolutely. I would think. Because why? You want to avoid lawsuits. So a quick Google search of, of uh, dental procedures for small children. Okay? Because I'm, I'm still hung up on okay. why this child needs to have evasive uh, surgery like this. So uh, it comes up with here, and this is from um, SandHillDental.com. Sandhills, so it seems legit. Stainless steel crowns for a, a young child, tooth-colored fillings, x-rays, routine cleaning. Okay. Fluoride. Yeah. Cavities. But those aren't, fluoride isn't a procedure. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's just one of the things that they do. And this, and this I guess, is just umbrellaed under procedures for uh, pediatrics. Yeah. Okay. I mean, my daughter goes to the dentist. Mm-hmm. And it is possible she could get a cavity. Mm-hmm. My nephew, when he was very young, he knocked his... Fr- because my dad knocked his front tooth out, falling on the ground, right, and had to get a silver tooth on his front tooth. Okay, so that sure. You you say this girl was four, maybe four, five at the four time. or five, four or five. I'm trying to think. I know uh, my my daughter, and I want to say she was about that age, five or six. Is she was playing around, fell and hit her teeth on the. It was some kind of concrete barrier or something like that at the playground of school. Some, some, some kind of hard surface. Anyhow, she had knocked out completely backwards her front five teeth right here. Just right oh, wow. the top and bottom. And ended up having to go and do something. You know, had to have emergency procedures and silver caps and stuff like that. Um, so I guess maybe that's the reasoning as to why this little child needed to have said procedure done. This is a, the best te- uh, comment mm-hmm. in all of these. Dentists are unnecessary. They just mess up the perfection nature produced. You're an idiot. Lies! You're an idiot. For real, man. If you want your teeth to fall out naturally, go for it. I guess. I, I, I've i never been one. My parents never pushed to go to the dentist. That You know, went for a cleaning like maybe once when I was 14 or something you like that. hold the phone. Mm-hmm. Your family mm-hmm. 
made you go to the dentist once in 14 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And that's simply because it's not cheap. It's not cheap. We didn't have insurance, dental insurance. That was. But before. I thought your parents were in the military. They were for a while. They got out when I was at 10, when I was 10. But they were... Medic, they were honorably like they were done. They fulfilled their the, the early uh, retirement. Yeah. yeah. So then they would have had insurance their whole life. You'd think. I don't know how it works. I don't. All I know is we're done with the military. We're moving to Alabama. And that was that's the story I was told, and that was that. That's exactly what happened. Uh, my mom got out first, and then my dad got out February of 1990, and and we moved to Alabama that February towards the end of February there. But uh, either way, uh, I only went the one time. They never wow. they never pushed. They never pushed. So I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I kind of like that uh, commenter there. Ah, whatever. It's natural. And then I got with my recent ex or whatever, who was dental assistant. She made me realize that you, you, you should totally be doing this on the rag. And got my teeth all fixed up, and, and then now we're separated, and I'm falling back off the right, sure. <laughs> In 14 years, you go to the dentist. Was there, any, like, you got there, were they like, holy cow, we got a lot of problems to deal with here? No, no. It was uh, no cavities or anything like that. Just just, just needed to be cleaned, how, which I lucked out on that one. How, how long, like, what, what triggered you going? I think mom had a uh, free cleaning. And she's like, she got a group on shirt. Right, right. And she's like, uh, she pulled me out of school for it and everything, man. I got out of school early uh, to go to the dentist and, and get my, my teeth cleaned. And then that was that. That was that after that. I didn't go any at all whatsoever unless I absolutely had to. To get my wisdom teeth taken out, that was one reason why I had to go to the dentist. And I had an abscess. I had an abscess. After I'd gotten my wisdom teeth taken out, I had another abscess, and I had to have that one taken care of. Did you? Do you remember anybody going to the dentist in your family? Mm, my dad did one time, one time, and uh, found a bunch of cavities or whatever sure. in his teeth or whatnots. But growing up, yeah, that was that. That was that. I, we went every year growing up, and then when I went to college, I just didn't go because of time. Mm -hmm. And I got a job, went to the dentist. I had like five cavities, Damn. and I didn't stop brushing my teeth or doing anything. I did yeah. everything I'd always done. Yeah, that was that's crazy, dude. That's trippy. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, children, I see the error in my ways. You got to go to the dentist. You got to get that stuff taken care of regularly. Somebody sent a text that my son at five had to have his teeth drilled due to a condition that rotted his teeth from the inside. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, I was a, th there's another text. I was a thumb sucker as a baby and I required a pallet spreader <laughs> to be put in the roof of my mouth when I was three years old because the roof of my mouth was, was forming incorrectly around my thumb. Ain't that That's something. some extreme thumb sucking because I was a thumb sucker too. Yeah. God, till I was like 10. Really? Yeah. And I had, n I had an overbite mm -hmm. other than that. No, no issue. Yeah. Yeah. Never had to worry about anything like that. Yeah, that girl has an excuse for being terrified of the dentist. Absolutely. Truth. Truth. By the way, this girl's also four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, that's, that's going to traumatize her for a while. I, I'd like to think that she'll forget about it because she's so young, but I, I think the parents are going to let that one live on. Remember that time you went to the dentist? Wow, here's another one. On First time going to the dentist was at 27 years old. Wow. I don't feel as bad then. Another text, veterans don't get free dental. Well, that's dumb. Yes, it is. That makes no sense. 
You would think that they'd be on the top of the list. Thank you for your Boom. service. We want to we want to we want to take care of you now that you're back home best you can except your teeth. We don't give AF <laughs> about your teeth. <laughs> went to the first time, went to the dentist the first time 15 years and they said my teeth were awesome and could not even tell I had not been. Said it was good DNA and I was super lucky. I, I didn't know that DNA would affect how good or bad your teeth sure. are. Sure, just like bone structure, good mm-hmm. bones, and I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I've gone to dentists, and they said you have great teeth. Yeah. And then I went to a dentist, just changed dentist, same mm-hmm. year, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Good God, you have some issues." <laughs> same way with eye care. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple eye doctors, and they were like, "Everything looks good." Went to the doctor I go to now. First time I went to him, he was like, "No, you need vision correction, and you have a, um." Not a tumor, but a lump on the inside of your eye. Oh, wow. I was like, what? I had to go see a specialist. Really? They had to do this special procedure to look inside of my eye. Uh-huh. And- He's like, think of a freckle, like when a freckle grows. Okay. And it gets hot. It gets like a mound to it. Mm-hmm. He's like, you have that on the inside of your eye. Wow. Okay. Is there a particular name for it? I'm sure that there I'm is. I'm sure there but- is, but yeah. I, have, yeah. I have not remembered it. No surgery or anything like that? To re- so you still got this lump in your yes, eye Yes. They- does it affect you? I mean, sure. I'll use that as an excuse. <laughs> I didn't see the I red need, light. I, I need got special a, parking. A lump in my eye. Sorry, officer. <laughs> they, they, they took a thing as a as a you know a placeholder so they know where to start, mm-hmm. and then they they monitor it every so often to see if it's getting bigger. Okay. But apparently, it's conducive to cancer. Oh, eyeball <laughs> cancer. High five. Yeah, right. It's um, just something to look forward right. to. But my point being is that you can go to see a dentist, and they're like, "Yeah, everything's good." Why it's and then you go to good, another yeah. dentist, and then they're like, "Ooh, good God!" Get a second opinion if you feel that something is awry, no matter what it is—your mouth, your eyeballs, your your just body wellness in general—go get a second opinion. Here's an interesting: teeth are a luxury, not a medical. Oh, the sarcasm! <laughs> Truth. <laughs> the Mister don't need a dentist. Choose on roots and only a hundred percent of all natural diet. No sugar, no preservatives, no nothing. Then maybe he doesn't need a dentist. If you eat any type of American diet, you're going to need a dinner. <laughs> True. Yeah, I can understand that. Man, 27. I wonder who's the oldest. What do you mean? That you've, it, you went and saw the dentist. Oh, okay. So like this person was 27. Maybe there's somebody that was older than them. I didn't yeah. go until I was 34. That scares me a little bit. Just a little. I get it with like my parents or whatever. You know, they didn't force it. They didn't push it. It was a non-issue. It's expensive. The insurance sucks if we even had it. I get all that. You know, you can totally blame that on your folks. But when you turn eighteen, and I want okay. So when you become an adult and you have your first full-time gig and you've got the insurance package, right? You should. You should take that opportunity to go and get everything taken care of. And this is coming right. from a guy who hates doctors. Active duty, get free dental, not retired. Got it. Sure. No, we want you to be able to eat while you're serving our country. When you get home, that's your own damn problem. Deal with it. Figure it out, bro. Another one went to the dentist first time at 30. Wow. Uh, A coworker's daughter never got permanent teeth. Her dentist had to work to keep them in until she was big enough for dental implants. Woo. Wow. Never got permanent teeth. Talk about getting robbed, man. I mean, you go go through all your life. You look forward to it, man. Get rid of these baby teeth. I got my my adult teeth. I'm a big boy now. You never get that opportunity. I'm sure sure it's very similar to the feeling you have about your arm or growing Mm -hmm. up about your arm, right? Kind of get used to it. You're like, I want a full-functioning arm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm because you don't know what it's like to have another full-functioning 
right? Yeah. Arm. Yeah. So I can imagine it's pretty similar. Yeah. On the other side of that coin, though, having implants, I mean, those are pretty solid. Do they rot like regular teeth? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not a dentist. I just was married to one, you know, an assistant for a while. So I don't, I don't know if that's the case. Meanwhile, this guy's daughter is like... High demand from the boys. Right. Um, Going to take a break, and I'm uncomfortable, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text... BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. Uh, a website looked at all 50 states, judged them on 50 different factors to determine which are the best states in the country to raise a family. Oh, okay. Things like housing affordability, share of families with young children. Mm-hmm. Quality of local schools, things like that. And number one on the list to raise state to raise a be- the best state to raise a family. Yeah. Minnesota. Really? Listen, Minnesota's gorgeous. Yeah. They obviously have a lot of lakes if you know their nickname. <laughs> What's where the butter comes from, right? Uh, Wisconsin? No, Land of Lakes. Land of Lakes butter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's cold and snowy there. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say cold and snowy, it's not cold and a little bit of, you know, dusting. No. We're talking 10 feet of snow on the wreck. Like people die of heart attack shoveling snow. snow. Yeah. And I'm good on that. I like snow as much as the next guy. I don't want to live with that much snow that's around constantly. Me too. Uh, by the way, all these top ones mm-hmm. are those. Are the ones like out north, country-esque? I'll go through the top ten. Minnesota, Massachusetts, North Dakota. Are you kidding me? Really? Open. Borgoland. Vermont, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, Nebraska, Connecticut, and Washington. All those states get an intense amount of snow. Yeah. Or cold weather. Yeah. No. I'm good. Where does Where does Florida land on that list? It's not... In the top 10 or the worst? It's because all the old people go there. They're done raising families. And that's kind of where I'm hitting at. Like, where's Florida? Where's Arizona on those lists? Because those are, you know, that's where people go to retire. It's kind of warm year-round. It's You don't have to deal with a bunch of snow. Yeah. And cold temperatures or whatever. So Florida ranked on the list. It came in at 39. Okay. Really towards the bottom. Uh, no. I mean, yes, it's further towards the bottom than number 10. Yes, yes. But New Mexico came in at the worst. Really? Followed by Mississippi, then Louisiana, then West Virginia, then Alabama. Hmm. Something doesn't seem right. Something seems like these are just a bunch of pretentious northerners that put this list together. Because if you look at it, the worst of them, they're all southern states. Yeah. And the best of them are all northern states. Yeah. And somewhere in the middle is where we fall. We being Oklahoma. Oklahoma then is the next. It's Arkansas, then Oklahoma. So we're the seventh worst. Wow. Wow. State to raise a family in. And to disprove your theory 
Alaska is 35. <laughs> Michigan's 34. Okay. Okay. And as far as a southern state, mm-hmm. Hawaii's pretty southern. Hawaii? Hawaii's pretty southern. No, that's western, man. That's south of here. Hawaii? Yes. Hawaii is not south of here. Uh, southwest <sighs> of here. South, it's as west as you can get. It's, it's also south, more south than us. I don't know about all that. I'm going to look at the maps here for that one. Um, okay. Okay, I mean, I don't think that uh, Oklahoma is a bad place to raise I don't a family. Either. I actually, when I was forced to move to Tulsa, 1997, my mom had gotten a job at American Airlines, and uh, that's when we decided to go ahead and move the entire family down. I was pissed. I didn't want any part of them, leaving my friends behind in and, and Tonkawa, and I built a life there, and, and I didn't like it at all. But as I grew older and then started having kids, I'm like, this really isn't a bad place to live and raise a family. There's not a whole lot of extreme crime. I don't have to worry about getting mugged, walking to the store or whatever, like you would in, let's just say, New York New York City or something to that effect. I think the schools are great. They do a, they do a fair job of teaching your kids, you know, what they need to know. I, I like it. I don't know why it's, you know, so low on the list. Yeah, I'm... I had no idea anything about Oklahoma until I moved here, mm-hmm. and I, I love it. I grew up in Iowa, and I thought that was a great place to raise a family, and I think this is equally as good. Yeah. Small-town communities, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's affordable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to do things. Everything's within 15 minutes of each other. Yeah. The community's, com- like, overly generous. Yeah. We've got great resources. Yeah. We've got cool things. Yeah. To me, there's a lot. Yeah. Screw that list. What does it know? Bunch of nothing. I love that you tried to take the they're all the old Yankee approach. Well, that's what it seemed like on the surface, right? The best ones are all seem to be Washington and in New York. And, I mean, I would know. hardly classify North Dakota or Minnesota as Yankee. How so not? Well, it's usually a reference to the Civil War. Right. I never once said anything about Yankees. I just said Northerners. A bunch of pretentious Another term people use, yes. <laughs> and as someone who's lived north mm-hmm. and lived in California mm-hmm. and lived here, I've never once felt like every community is exactly the same. Truth. We all have our assholes in the world. Yes. Right? <laughs> people that represent the community poorly. Yes. Yes. So, seventh in terms of the worst. Ah. Arizona, according to this, is better. Really? Well, you know that ain't true. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to have to miss a few. I mean, that that list was based on education was one of them, right? What were the other factors into this? Uh, cost, cost of living, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of, like, uh, children with young families, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and local schools. Okay, so three out of four ain't bad. Apparently it is bad. But I'm trying to think, as someone with two young children, of an obstacle yeah. raising a kid mm-hmm. here. I, I don't have one. No, not at all. I'm, all my kids are, are grown up enough to take care of themselves. We didn't have any problems. 
I think the cost of daycare was a little ridiculous, but well, you run into here, that anywhere. Yeah. Here, it's affordable. Yeah. Imagine if you're living in, in New York City or something like that. I'm bitching about having to pay $600, $800 a month for one child. I can only imagine what else it would be where the cost of living is way higher, you know, where it costs you $10 for a pack of cigarettes or something like that. Is that your child support? Is eight hundred dollars six hundred? No, no, that was that was uh, that was the going rate for um, daycare. Oh, okay, daycare. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. Ninety-seven five KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. The story's crazy. A stowaway was found dead at the Paris airport after a flight. Uh-oh. Uh, the body of a stowaway was found in the landing gear of an aircraft that landed after a flight from West Africa. An investigation is underway. They've confirmed that the body was lifeless when it was found in the landing gear compartment of the aircraft that flew yesterday. And, of course, the company is very sad. It's their deepest sympathy and compassion (laughs) of this human tragedy. There's a coupon for a free flight. Right. (laughs) Dude, That you have to be either on a dare or incredibly desperate to jump into the landing gear of an airplane. Yeah. I imagine, uh, I always thought that you would get crushed instantly because the landing gear is huge and heavy and it folds up into the plane. Sure, they might be a small space that you could stow away in, but I always thought it was very tight. It fits just, just enough space for the gear itself and that's it. Maybe thinking you ha- have enough time because there's usually a hatch in there uh-huh. to get inside the plane. Oh, and just hope you find an empty that seat you- or still away in the bathroom or whatever. No, no, in the underbelly. Oh, okay. Pass out from no oxygen. But the, <laughs> you would think you maybe you underestimated the amount of time you had to get there, get up into the area, open the door before the landing gear gotcha. collapsed into the belly of the plane. Gotcha, gotcha. Whew. Yeah, what, where are you at in your life that you're like, I got to get out of here. I'm going to climb into this. Because, first of all, you got to get past airport security to get on the tarmac to get yourself into the landing gear. Yeah, I don't know if airports in that part of the world have motion sensors like most airports do around the perimeter of an airport. Gotcha. Well, at least somebody standing there, a guard of sorts. Not, ne- not necessarily outside. Uh-huh. Not necessarily outside. Okay. Normally, it's cameras or some sort of motion device to track whether someone is, you know, around yeah. the perimeter. When I have, when we flew into Mexico, there was nobody around the perimeter. Maybe a car patrols the fence line. Yeah, but not, you know, from the from the terminal to the tarmac. Nothing. There. No armed guards outside. Huh. Inside there were armed guards, <laughs> which is bizarre. You would think they should be outside. Uh, before- I'm talking where the plane landed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you, you land and walk out on the tarmac and yeah. then da, 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 da. Yeah. But, yeah, inside. Now, I've never been to, a you know, Africa. I have no idea what the airport situation is like there. Yeah. 
still, man, just to be like, I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm hopping on that plane right there, and I'm going to wherever it takes me. Yeah. I don't care. I'm starting over again. Kid has to be young. Maybe even a dare. Possible. Possible. Maybe somebody in their mid-40s, early mid-40s, who's just like, I'm done. I'm done with this life. I'm done with you, woman. I'm done with these screaming kids. I'm out of here. I'm going to Paris. I don't have any money. You're like you're channeling something. The, Damn it. The you're not even DEFing, right? Because mm-hmm. then when you get there, what are you going to do? Because the security there for sure is a little yeah. more strategic. Yeah, yeah. It worked in one place. It doesn't mean it's going to work in another one. But at most, okay. So what? You go and spend, you know, some jail time. Some... No, they deport you back. Okay. okay. You don't have papers to be in the country. They tell you to go. <laughs> go and get. Get you another free flight this time. This time in a, in a seat. seat. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I got a free flight back. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I just had to risk my life <laughs> getting there. Yeah. But it didn't say whether or not that person was crushed or yeah. anything like that. It just they just found a dead body. Right. I wonder how that came about because it's in the landing gear. So did they like all right landing Freeze gear to down? Death, lack. Let's just say they didn't get crushed. It's mm-hmm. squished. Mm-hmm. Freeze to death. Because of the altitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No oxygen. Because of the altitude. Really, that's about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now they find him. They, like, come for a landing, landing gear down. It didn't, sh- it and doesn't then go into falls. detail. Thump, 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 thump. Hey, did you, did you feel that? Did you run over something? Uh, Yeah, I used to work on landing gears about 14, 1,400 pounds per part. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. If that, you're in there and it squishes you, there isn't going to be like I cannot get the landing gear up. Oh, you won't feel it. <laughs> oh, they you won't, won't know feel anything. anything at all. Uh, not the people in the plane. Not even you. You may feel a slight pinch, but uh, we've got our top five songs. Top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies is going to come up right after we do sports with Pop. Big basketball games tonight. We'll start first right here, 7.30 pregame, 8 o'clock tip-off on KMOD and 14.30 the buzz. OU, 10-3 on the season, 1-0 in the Big 12. We'll visit Texas and the Longhorns in its league road opener tonight at the Frank Irwin Center. So a big one for OU tonight on the road. Also, Tulsa is on the road at Cincinnati after a big win over Temple on Friday night. Tulsa now has an opportunity to beat Cincinnati on its home floor for the first time in 52 years. Speaking of the Big 12, the Baylor Bears are absolutely on fire. 12-1, 2-0 in the Big 12 Conference. They beat Texas Tech 57-52 on the road at Tech. Texas Tech hadn't lost a home game in nearly a year. Texas Tech now 10-4, 1-1, had won 15 consecutive home games since a loss to Iowa State January 16th of last season. They're 58-6 at home, so a big win for the Baylor Bears on the road. Texas Tech plays three of its next four games on the road, the first coming Saturday at number 17, West Virginia. Baylor on the road at number three, Kansas, on Saturday. To the NBA, where Chris Paul scored 20 of his 28 points in the fourth quarter. And in overtime, leading the Thunder to a 111-103 victory over the Nets last night. Game was tied at 103 before Paul made consecutive mid-range jumpers. The shot that repeatedly knocked down in the fourth quarter. The Nets never scored again. 
And Shea Gilgis-Alexander closed out the scoring with four free throws after making a jumper in overtime. Gilgis-Alexander added 22 points for the Thunder. And on Tuesday, the Athletic reported, using three sources, that the Boston Red Sox have used the video replay room near the dugout to aid in stealing signs in 2018 when the team won 108 games during the regular season and the World Series. Reports said players would wander into the unguarded replay room during the regular season to decipher opponents' sign sequences and then send them to the runner on second base. And the runner would then signal to the hitter whether the incoming pitch was a fastball, right foot off the bag first, or an off-speed offering left foot first. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And it's time for our top five songs. Sam is out, she's not feeling well, so hopefully she'll feel better soon. Uh, Let's go ahead and get started with the top five. It's time for the top five songs. This week is the top five worst songs to have sex to by listener Bumpin' Uglies. Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam with this week's list. Um, I mean, I feel like it's pretty basic on what the song needs to encompass, right? Yeah. It just needs to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. In correlation, vision, having sex with whoever, and this song's playing. That's really it, right? Yeah. Comes on, you're like, ooh, uncomfy. All right, let's get started. Number five came out in 1964. This song was the group's first number one hit, and it was believed that Mick Jagger stating on live TV that he was a fan of the song that pushed it to number one. Number five on the top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies is The Beach Boys and I Get Around. Number five on the top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies is Beach Boys and I Get Around. (laughs) Gimpy? I'm going to give this one a thumbs down. I get the joke there, you know, you or the person you're banging. Get around, get around, I get around. But it's not uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable. It doesn't make me laugh. It doesn't make me cringe. If if this came on while I was plowing away, I'd kind of be like, okay. And then continue what I was doing. I mean, information isn't creepy to me. Mm -hmm. And if anything, (laughs) at least I'm clued in on why you're good at this (laughs) or not. Right, right. Or why things are happening a certain way. (laughs) I could power through this. So for me, the idea is that I'm hearing a song and like, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a thumbs down. This does not make sense to be on the list of the top five worst songs to have sex to. I want to know what song you think should be on the list. So what you need to do is send a text to us, BMMS and what that song would be to 82945. BMMS and what that song should be to 82945. Coming in at number four on the top five worst songs to have sex to. This song was uploaded in 2015. It peaked at number 32 on the Billboard Hot 100. And the song was believed to be from a campfire song or a chant 
from the early 20th century. Hmm. And according to the New York Times, the underlying song and its characters are believed to be in the public domain, which means anybody can do anything they want with it. Wow. Number five on the top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies is <laughs> Pink Fong and Baby Shark. I love it. This is on Cam Woody right now. F me! I can do the moves, man. I know the ending moves. Uh, There's an the, end the move. finishing move? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I totally do. All right, top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies, Pink Fong, and Baby Shark. What do you think, Gimpy? Uh, yeah, this song belongs on the, on the list, man. Uh... Why it's not number one. <laughs> He's really going through I know all the, all the moves. moves. I know all the moves. I'm, I do it with my kids. Uh, why this isn't number one, I have no idea. Because this is the worst, most annoying song in the world. <laughs> Wipe your brow. Uh, the only reason I get any kind of enjoyment from this song is because it reminds me of my daughter when she would do this just out of nowhere. And that's how I discovered this baby shark do do to do to do it's the only thing that makes me smile about the song so f this song thumbs up belongs on the list uh i can power through that that's nothing you think so yeah i can power through that <laughs> well you got small children anyway so i mean you just put that on in the background so you can handle I, your business it's yeah. literally a requirement for my wife and i have any privacy <laughs> yeah. is to put that on in the other room loud yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so yeah that, that, ain't, that ain't a thing man <laughs> that's literally the easiest song to have that's what the list should be <laughs> right <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what song do you think should be on the list? BMMS and what that is to 82945. And we'll get to that list at the conclusion here. Number three came out in 1996. In regards to the lyric, as the years go by, our friendship will never die. Randy Newman said, it's an effing lie, of course. But what do you expect? It's a cartoon. <laughs> and it's been covered more uh, many times, much less in all four Toy Story movies. It has been covered in some capacity by different characters, not just from Randy Newman. Mm -hmm. Number three, top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies is Randy Newman and You Got a Friend in Me. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Really? They say you marry your best some friend. Taking it too seriously. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Trash. You've seen the new one. Trash. <laughs> All right, Randy Newman, number three on the top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies. What do you think, Gimpy? Ah, uh, yeah, I think this should belong on the list. I'm happy with placement. It's it's weird. The lyrics are weird. The vibe is weird. And in a sexy moment, you, you hear this guy come on and it's just like, nah, man. I, I like the piano. I like the jazzy part of it. Keep the lyrics out. 
I mean, I feel like if any song what of the we're gonna hear makes sense, mm-hmm. this would definitely be on that list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Therefore, it can't be creepy. Literally, if we're having sex, you've got a friend of me. I will come bring you gas. <laughs> oh yeah. If you're here on the side of the road, <laughs> I got you covered. I'm just saying, we've had sex. I feel like I owe you at least. A ride or maybe some macaroni and cheese, something. <laughs> some hamburger helper. Something to eat after. I'm just saying. So technically, mm-hmm. if we're having se- sex, mm-hmm. you could say we're friends. Yeah, if, if just briefly, you are still friends. Either way, I understand how debatable that statement is. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst song to have sex oh, to. No, 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 no. It could be way worse. Like baby shark do 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 do. No, again, I all three <laughs> of these you, so far have not you. been. Also, same rule applies with Pink Fong, uh-huh. where this uh, Toy Story on in the background, not an uncommon. Oh, you're locked at least for another hour and a half. Yeah. You got good solid time. Moving on, <laughs> on the top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumping Uglies. This song came out in 2005. The song became a crossover hit, spending six consecutive weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot Country Songs, peaking at number four on the Billboard Hot Christian Songs, and charting high on the Billboard Adult Contemporary Chart, and it also became a top 20 hit on the Billboard Hot 100 Chart. Boom. The song ranked number four on CMT's 40 Greatest Songs of the Decade. Number two on the top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies is Carrie Underwood and Jesus Take the Wheel. Carrie Underwood, Jesus Take the Wheel, on the top five worst songs to have sex to. Gimpy, how do you feel about Carrie Underwood coming in the two spot? You know, I was about to say that the only way that I would let this fly is if I was banging Carrie Underwood and she started singing this while we were banging. However... I think that would throw me for a loop. That wouldn't be the worst scenario. <laughs> if would, you're banging it, Carrie Underwood, that's not the worst scenario. <laughs> if she started saying that, I'd be like, I, I could power through. Don't get me wrong. I feel like she's giving me some sort of instruction. Zeus, <laughs> stop with the lawn. Come, help out. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what I was meaning, but. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a thumbs down. It's it's I could power through it. Um, it is a little weird, but it's it's not the weirdest thing. So, yeah, I get thumbs down. I, again, if this is a mantra in your sex life, mm-hmm. it is hardly the worst song to have sex to. For sure. Right? If you are someone who uses unprotected sex. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Per instruction. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Yes. I hope I don't get it. Pulling the goalie, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the worst song to have sex to. So, Bumpin' Uglies, so far you have not given me a song that I feel is the worst <laughs> song to have sex to. But you can send your song over to show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. Number one on this list came out in 1992. The song is the artist's best-selling single in the United States and reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100. In the home country, it reached number five on the singles chart. It also charted in the top 10 in more than 20 nations around the world. Dang. And the song 
is about the death of his four-year-old son, Connor. Number one on the top five worst songs to have sex to from listener Bumpin' Uglies is Eric Clapton and Tears in Heaven. Eric Clapton, Tears in Heaven, number one on the top five worst songs to have sex to, or as I like to say, Eric Clapton, and the song about the death of his son as the top five worst songs to have sex to. Gimpy. Uh, yeah, man, that is a good, solid number one right there, man. I give it thumbs up. It makes me want to ball up just listening to it now. So imagine you're in the middle of a bang, bang, banging away. And this autoplay picks this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you crying? I just, it's such a special moment. <laughs> Again, for me, I feel like it potentially could be a compliment. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Narcissistically, yes. I made her cry. No, she didn't. might Eric feel Clapton like, did. or I might feel like, this is heaven. <laughs> So I feel like there's possible opportunity for misinterpretation. Oh, my goodness. Now, this is a straight up thumbs up, man. This is a horrible song to bang to. <laughs> Whether you brought her to heaven or not. Yeah. Made her cry tears of joy. No. Yeah. No. I feel like of the top three were all potential funeral songs. Yeah. You got a friend of me, Jesus Take the Wheel and Tears in Heaven, all good funeral songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my twisted mind, not the worst songs to have sex to. Okay. <laughs> Even though they're great funeral a, songs. They're great funeral songs. <laughs> but I don't feel like they're the worst songs to have sex to. So now we're getting to the part where you guys have sent songs over to us. Gimpy, what do you have? Uh, this one here came in as a text, um, but I chose the alternative version just because I like it better, but the uh, the message is still the same. feel like this is a horrible song. You don't think so? I do. It's so sad and depressing. It is sad and depressing. How could you power through that, man? I feel like I could. <laughs> I powered through a lot, but I'm like, I don't know. Damn now, it, damn it, Simon. Context is so important. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if the person you're having sex with is looking through you mm -hmm. while this song is playing and you're having sex with them, then yes, I'm with you. That is so, that's the worst song to have sex Just to. The blank stare, the thousand yard stare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And you don't put this one on to initiate your oh, sensation. Oh, no, no, no. This is, no. The, you've heard the five disc cartridge go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. oh my God, it's musical roulette. We have no idea what's coming up next. Right. This is one that I can't believe wouldn't be on a list. If I heard this song come on to a girl I just met, it mm -hmm. might freak me out. Mm -hmm. 
It has a Jody Arias feel to it, which makes me feel completely uncomfortable and might make me at some point go, I feel like I've made a bad decision. I feel like I shouldn't, shouldn't have chose you to have sex with. And especially if also context, they're staring at you wide-eyed. Yes, that makes a huge difference. Can you name the band? Eurythmics. Nope. No. No, Anna, 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 Anna Motion. Anna Motion. Yeah. Good job. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, their second song. <laughs> it was awesome, wasn't it? Uh, I hope this isn't the right spot. We'll find out. I think this one would be horrible if it came on in the middle of a session. Lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee. I disagree. Ow. This song Ow. is the song. This is the song played when TV used to sign off. They would play this song. Yes. And so to me, it's like pride and like how patriotic. I would be like, God yes! bless America! Yes! <laughs> right. Everybody sing it with me and hip thrust at the same time, because you know, I'm, I'm proud to be an American! Yes! <laughs> yes! I got goosebumps just then! By far not the worst song! Right here! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> no. This is the song you want playing when you're raping a terrorist. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just saying, Not casual sex with your I'm girlfriend just or wife. It's patriotic. That's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> right? One leg up. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Okay. Get yes. It. Wow. <laughs> Just not the worst. I can mm. see the, maybe some problems, mm -hmm. but not the Slight worst. Slight issues, yeah, 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 yeah. This is one that I thought would be perfect. She can walk, but she's trying. <laughs> oh, think twice. It's another day for you and me in paradise. Oh, we're good. It's like the other world's got a lot of problems, but look at us right now. Look what we're doing. Not the best song, but potentially the worst. It's not patriotic. It doesn't have that same feel of patriotism. Right, right. But it does have a creepiness to it. Uh, Gimpy, what do you yeah, have for I us? I think uh, trying to get the right cue spot, but I think it doesn't really matter. You know the song, you've heard it. It's actually a newer one. I was like, okay, I think this should be on a list. Here's my apology. So why you run the line? Can you come and get me? Yeah, I'll buy that. It fits, right? I'll buy that. It's fitting because, I mean, you don't ever want to hear the words uh-oh while having sex. Yeah. Uh-oh is not. <laughs> uh -oh. oh, I dropped something. <laughs> uh-oh. It broke. Yeah. <laughs> not a, that's a great point. Mm -hmm. uh, this is by an artist, not the song you would expect from the police, yeah. but you might not even know that this song exists. And the song is called Mother. 
Yeah. Any reference to mom during sex is not, it's, that's, that's literally the worst. Hold on one second. Just as a sidebar. Yeah. How come girls, you can be like, oh, daddy. And that's, you know, that's turn on yeah. for some. But the moment you say, oh, mommy, that's just done. Yeah. I'm okay with the, bi- the double standards. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Just kind of hit me right there. Like, you can't say, oh, mommy, unless you say, I, mommy, you know, but, oh, mama, oh, mom. Yeah. No. no. I'm okay with that problem. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but she's a daddy. There's not a lot of things. I guess you couldn't say, oh, brother. That would not be something you'd want to hear your girl say. <laughs> oh, brother. Here we go again. Right. <laughs> Give it to me, brother. Right. Oh, you're my sister. Oh, you're my sister. What's, really, there's only one family name, and a woman gets to do it, and it's daddy. If yeah. she says cousin, uncle. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, just turned no, a creep level up. There's literally no other family um, <laughs> salutation, right? No. Would oh, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> right, it has to be, no, oh, stepdad, oh, stepdaddy, that doesn't work. No, no, just has to just be, just oh, daddy. daddy. Just daddy, that's it. <laughs> Gross. Uh, hey, if listen, you all think I'm full of S most of the time, test me. It's true. Why don't you go try Trans. it out? Oh, Why don't you oncle. go, go oh, so, oh, daughter, and see how that goes over with your lady. It won't. Excuse, excuse oh, me? Oh, Auntie. That was the world drying up right, right. there. <laughs> oh, Gma. Yeah. Right. Whatever it is, no. your thing. No. Oh, Momo. Mommy. <laughs> oh, Mommy. No. No, 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 no. Last one. Uh, this one should have been on that list. Oh, first little piggy. Well, he was kind of hippie. He spent most of his days just a dreaming of the city. And then one day, he bought a guitar. He moved to Hollywood to become a star. I feel like I have had sex to this song. Probably because when it, it was first... on yeah, it was on MTV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I yeah. Little pig, little pig, let me in. I don't think she like that too much. You calling me a pig? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll huff and I'll puff. <laughs> uh, Gimpy and I talked earlier in the show about using any child, like Baby Shark, any kids' TV show. I think is questionable and easy to put on the list. Yes, yes. And this, the last one I have, may fall into that. Okay. And it covers the whole genre of everything th- this artist sings. Oh, my. Because if I heard this come on, I'd feel like, one, why are, why are we even listening to this? And two, not there's nothing fun uh, about, about this song being on the list. Kids Bop song out. Yeah, that's done. Moment is over. Mood ruined. You probably about right here. We'll be back.
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Not very many opportunities to say the word raping anyone and everybody be okay with it. Right. (laughs) But that was perfect. Hashtag that and make a trend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was like I almost didn't say it because just saying you want to rape anybody is uncomfortable. Yeah, but you get when... when, Adding terrorists makes everything fine. Yeah, yeah. To anything, really. Killing anybody is bad. We know that. Right. Killing a terrorist is good. Let's start there. Okay. I want to kill terrorists. Sounds great. Yeah. I want to kill small children. Doesn't sound good. Not the same. Not the same. No, 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 no. I want to rape terrorists. Not good. Not good. You don't think that's good? Raping oh, I'm sorry. Them? No, that's good. That, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, one, that one sounds okay. Yeah. I want to rape random strangers. God, I was really just setting you up to say children there. Yeah, but... I, I thought about it. It was right there, but I'm like, I don't I want that audio. I thought you were going children again. I don't want that audio out there at all whatsoever. <laughs> Damn man. it. I thought I set it yeah, up good. You did, but I passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't say I want to rape random strangers. No, no, right. no, no. no. I want to cut off the arm of terrorists. Okay. I want to cut off the arm of an elderly woman. Not okay. Doesn't sound the same. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I want to wish bad luck on a terrorist. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have the impact of the other ones we said. True. True, Dad. Uh, and even then, you're like, I want to wish bad luck on... Small children. Small children. That's not okay. That sounds totally douchey. But not as bad as, you know, well, cutting of course, off an arm. Of course not. Yeah. You are douchey, though, if you say, I wish bad luck upon small five-year-old children. I want to give paper cuts to terrorists. I want a paper cut small child. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Adding terrorists to the end of anything heinous. Mm-hmm. Anything heinous. It's perfect. It's it works, perfect. It, it's totally acceptable. I want to shove this pineapple up a terrorist rear end. Yes. Is the safe word. Sounds good. Sounds good. You could do that. Right. Not so much with the uh, anybody. Any, anybody else. Anybody else, especially Even children. Jeffrey Dahmer. Some people mm-hmm. would be like, okay. Mm-hmm. But some people would also be like, hey, hey, hey. They hit a patch in their lives. <laughs> They're trying to rebuild, right? right. I'm just saying. Yeah, that yeah. People, like some four people might go. <laughs> then it's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But a terrorist, no one will ever be like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes. No, in fact. On the assault of the terrorists. They the terrorists. Will, they will encourage it and probably mm-hmm. help out. No, no, that pineapple up the rear end, that is not good enough. We need to find other objects. Right. Adding terrorists to it, you're like, yeah, you need a, you need me to go to Sam's Club? For real. And get a pallet? I got you. I got pallet you, of man. pineapples. <laughs> right up. Yeah. That's fun. You can do that with terrorists, but you can't do that with basically anything else. Cutting people off on the road. Not nice. No, it's not. It's a very dick move. Cutting terrorists off on the road. Totally acceptable. Dude, you could have just saved, you know, a couple hundred thousand people, whatever. Some kind of terroristic plot. You know, you cut this guy off, and now it's the end of his day. Like, you know what? I'm done. I, I woke up. I spilt coffee all over my robe. I'm done. I get cut off. No, I'm not going to bomb anybody today. News story we read today. The mm-hmm. guy that... Shot at kids who were throwing snowballs at his car. Not okay. No. Shooting your gun at terrorists who throw snowballs at your car. Totally, that is fine. Absolutely. What kind of pussy-ass terrorist are you? I'm just saying that you add terrorists (laughs) to it. We want to get you with these snowballs. Throwing feces in, in the face of your landlord, not okay. No, doing it to a terrorist. A terrorist landlord, totally acceptable. Absolutely. No one would bat an eye. 100% go ahead. The police probably wouldn't even show up. No, 
that was a terrorist that you threw duty on? Well, yeah. All right. Have okay. a nice day. Yeah. And what's the problem? It's a terrorist. He Thank you for your it. service. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't kill him? No, no. Right. He's just stinky. Yeah. That's one of those, that's a fun word to think about in terms of you can add it to other words that are really heinous. And people go, yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I want to run over a terrorist with my car. So with that being said, then, rape isn't always bad, then. You have a very valid point. I was about to say rape is rape. Rape is not good. I want to make it clear. I personally feel that rape is not good. Mm Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> unless, unless it's with a terrorist yes. or uh, on a terrorist. And then they just go rape away. Rape away. Just have as much fun as you want. Yeah. I think pulling the fingernails out of normal human beings, by, out of people, is not okay. <laughs> dot, 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 out of a terrorist. <laughs> right, right. Completely acceptable. I want to shove bamboo shoots in the uh, fingernails of a child. <laughs> Doesn't no. sound good. No. no. I think you have to leave off child, right? You have to say, hey, shoving bamboo shoots up people's fingers is not good. No. Unless dot, you're dot, a terrorist. Dot, dot, unless you're a terrorist. <laughs> right. It's and totally a rip of the, of the Louis C.K. bit. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Unless you're a terrorist. Absolutely right. There's nothing bad enough in this world that you can say, Unless you're a terrorist, and people be like, no, even terrorists don't deserve that kind of treatment. There's nothing. Ooh, that's a to great question. Find something for me, and then I'll probably tell you that you're a liar. Because in my wee little head, I can't think of anything, anything that is vile. To draw and quarter somebody is vile, yeah. right? That was a very vile punishment back in the Middle Ages. To uh, dot, dot, dot. Unless you're a terrorist. Mm-hmm. And then it's okay. Chop their limbs off. Rip their innards out. Hang them from their intestines. As long as we know they did it and they're convicted. True. True. That I'm good with. Yeah, you don't want to do that to an assumed terrorist because then you, you just right. you, you can't. Yeah. I think we made a giant blunder mm-hmm. by letting like Charles Manson die in prison oh, yeah? and letting Jeffrey, you know, killing Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Like they we should have put them in a controlled environment. And, like, Charles Manson could have been the head of killing yeah. bad, bad people. Right, right. Stick them out there in Guantanamo Bay to do some interrogation. Right, and those people aren't even convicted. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, like, the people you know that did heinous stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they've been convicted of it, mm-hmm. then, yeah, like, think of the heinous things Charles Manson could have done. Or, like, Jeffrey Dahmer's just living his best life. Right, just trying to get but, laid. And he's helping us. Yeah. But he's, it's with bad people. It's a win-win. It is a win-win on that one. He gets to do what he wants and what he loves, i.e. Jeffrey Dahmer in this case. Yeah. You know, and then we get the information we want. We're ridding the world of one less terrorist or dictator. Sure. Okay. I'll put those in the same category, dictators and and and, and terrorists. Because yeah, you think about it, I mean, yeah, terrorists are hor- horrible, right? Adolf Hitler, dictator, horrible person. You know, Muammar Gaddafi, pretty bad person. It's an interesting take here that someone texted in. Mm-hmm. Maybe... If Hitler was raped, he might not have killed all those people. So definitely, we can definitely go down that path. It's possible. It is. It is possible that he got raped, and that's why, though. You got to look at the other side of that. Maybe he was raped, and he's like, you know what? I am getting back at each and every last one of you for what this one person. Are had you done to implying, me. Gimpy? I'm not implying that a certain anything? culture of people. Nope. Nope. Or one person representing that culture? Nope, not at all. Raped Hitler? Nope, nope. I'm just looking at the opposite side of that coin because this says, the text says, maybe if he was. Well, you got to look at the, because everything has an opposite side. 
Well, but maybe, you're saying mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, yeah. Is that Hitler must have to act the way he did? He must have not must been have. raped by a certain culture of people. Not must have, may have. May is may. Is, no, 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 no. May and must are two totally different things. Must have. You are ninety eight percent certain. That no. yes, yes, and then may have. There's a whole lot more doubt and speculation okay. as opposed to the must have. What I hear you doing is defending his actions. I'm not defending anything <laughs> that that son of a bitch did at all whatsoever. I'm glad he's dead or living in Africa with Elvis and Tupac. No way. No way. Tupac would want to hang out with him. <laughs> Absolutely no way. And I don't know enough about Elvis, but I'm gonna go. He would seem to be a good guy. He was in the army. I mean, he did serve his military. I mean, he was time. in the army. Yes. Yes. He. Is. I mean, he did. They, he. He enlisted. It's a good commercial. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. You're probably right. Who would want to hang out with? I him, would but... think Tupac. Even if he did, Tupac would have killed him by now. Really? I think it's safe to say we. From what we've read about the history of Tupac, mm-hmm. that he he wasn't afraid to hurt people, even if it is Hitler. And Hitler feels like a completely warranted, like wherever this resort is, where all these people live mm-hmm. that are we think are dead, but maybe they're not. Right, right. Hitler, you know, Epstein, yeah. Tupac, and then like Epstein or Hitler shows up. Everybody's like, "Wait a goddamn minute! I'm in paradise here, and you're gonna bring this mother." This is supposed in? to be. Like our place, and you bring this guy in? No, Listen, ain't having it. We gotta have a spot for everybody. I, I'm, yeah, I'm there's sorry. A, there's one about eight feet down. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we've got to put him somewhere, guys. And this is this is the place. This is the place where everybody famous that fakes their death goes. So I'm sorry that he. I'm sorry. Yeah. that he's in the same boat with you. Somebody said domestic terror. Yeah, Timothy McVeigh for sure. That he falls into that category as well. Absolutely. And then somebody brought up an excellent point. Mm-hmm. What about using a pike, uh, porcupine instead of a pineapple? And I would say, no, 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 because that's too much for the porcupine. That's not fair to the porcupine. Well, and you really got to think about this, okay? With a pineapple, the, the, the splines on a pineapple don't lay down flat. So if you're going to do it with a porcupine, right, it has like, to go in backwards. <laughs> right, no, it's like the thing uh, when you're going into a parking lot and they tell you not to back up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm glad we figured out that problem. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Don't forget our New Year blood drive is happening. Next Thursday, go to obi.org to reserve your spot, a chance to win re- weekend Rocklahoma VIP tickets. But you, you got to go and donate to get a chance at that. So make sure you stop by and make a donation. Uh, we're going to find out what everybody learned. Sam is out sick. You should be uh, thinking about her. I know she would appreciate the good vibes. Or, you know, it would really be awesome, too, if you send her a message Ooh. on her Facebook or email, sam at kmod.com, telling her you miss her. I think that would really lift her spirits. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with uh, Gimpy. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that the city of Chippetooth was founded by the uh, long-lost tribe of rock chompers, and that instead of waterboarding terrorists, we're just going to start raping them. I'm okay with that. 
Uh, I learned while while we were out for Christmas, I found an excerpt uh, from Gimby's mom's diary, Mm. and it said, had a great time at Disneyland. Magic Mountain was everything we thought it would be. Oh, and Michael's breath is getting much worse, and his gums are swollen and red. Mm. He says it hurts when he chews. Damn it. Because he had an abscessed tooth when his Mm. parents went to Disneyland, and they chose that, apparently, instead of going, taking care of his teeth. And I also learned that uh, hot dogs, apple pie, and raping terrorists. to be an Uh, all right, it's Corbin saying make sure you have uh, a great day. Uh, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Uh, yeah. Ready? Uh, Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.